The South African Jewish Board of Deputies is the organization that engages with the South African government on behalf of the Jewish community. Join Sharice Zephyr for the next hour to find out what the SAJBD has been up to. 101.9 High FM. When was the last time you heard the sound of children playing together? Many of our children have been in lockdown for over four months now and initially under tight conditions. While restrictions are going to lift, physical distancing will be with us for a long time. Is play still possible? To talk me through this, I'm now joined by Cynthia Morrison, Program Manager of A Chance to Play Southern Africa. Cynthia, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone and welcome. Cynthia, play is children's work. Are children playing at the moment? Children aren't playing really. Um, and when you say children's work, um, at a chance to play, we have a slightly different view of it. Um, we're looking at the type of play which is unstructured, recreational, child-chosen, and child-directed. And that is the type of play that really is not going on at the moment. It's the type of play that's coming from the child, from within the child. It's like it's programmed within the child. And that's the type of play that's being restricted right now. Is this restricted due to lockdown or is it restricted partly because of technology taking over? Well, it certainly is restricted during lockdown, that's for sure. Um, but the, the point about technology is that um, with today's pressures, parents don't really have the time to take their children out to find places to play. And unfortunately, that's one of our problems, and it's a worldwide problem. There aren't enough places for children to play. So the result is... Children opt for computer games. So computer games are not in themselves bad. There's lots of good things about computer games. But for one thing, um, children um, don't speak a lot when they're playing computer games. Um, they, there's always um, competitiveness. So there's no real relaxation and joy as such in it. Um, and um, the other thing is that um, the social side of things, and the thing is that social and language, social skills and language are so critical for today's modern workplace. And because of um, uh, uh, computer games really taking over in a way, those two skills are not strengthening the way they ought to. And so, therefore, when children get out into the workplace, they don't know how to communicate with people, really. Um, uh, they, they're not used to social scenes if they're very involved with computer games for many hours in a day. When you're talking about children's play, what age groups are you talking about? Well, well we look at children, of course, from birth to 18. And, um, I mean, what's fascinating about play is that um, play is like it's almost programmed into children um, in our humanity. And so, for instance, um, babies are going to drink everything in through their eyes. They're going to play with their toes. They're going to put everything in their mouth. And this helps them to learn around the world and to understand their world. But Toddlers, they are into everything. They're exploring everything. They're putting things in and out. And this is true all over the world. So it's, it's like it's programmed. Now, the thing is that at five to six, children are very much into imaginative play. They can have very, very complex um, imaginative play from, from five to six especially. And I don't know if, if, if the listeners can remember, but I specifically remember playing um, – Secret seven uh, scenarios when I was a child. And we used to make little notes. We would hide them in, 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 in secret places and our friends would go and find them over there. So um, you know, that kind of play, 
um, is, is, is important from that age up. But also that is very important for children to de-stress. Very often they will play scenarios that um, are about their own lives. And in that way, sometimes they learn to deal with it. Sometimes they learn to heal from it. But our, one of our biggest issues um, in our country is that there's not really much play for teenagers, for adolescents and teenagers. The thing is that that age group, first of all, they love social play. And second of all, they love challenging themselves. And that kind of challenge isn't available to them very often. And the thing about that is that if they can't challenge themselves through play, they're going to challenge themselves by experimenting very often, unfortunately, with alcohol and drugs. Um, and so um, that kind of play is, you know, our, our organization is fighting for uh, for the right of the child to play, the type of play that he chooses himself. And that comes from within. <laughs> Cynthia, so we've had a four-month lockdown. Many children have not been to school for four months, um, all ages. Uh, what is the impact of that? And what do you recommend to parents who, who are dealing with a child at home, especially, I think, little ones? Teddy Bear Clinic and, um, and Childline both report about the negative effects of the lockdown. Dr. Shahida Omar, who's from Teddy Bear Clinic, says... Um, Children, it's easy for children to feel locked in emotionally, physically, psychologically. It's like everything is closing in on them and they actually don't see a way out or beyond this. So there is a lot of childhood depression around right now. Um, now, younger children, they, um, they still like playing with their parents. So, um, if a parent provides the sort of play, um, that the child is interested in around the home, um, they'll be okay. Uh, the older children, however, they need friends. Um, they can go out into a garden, but if there's no friends to play out there in the garden with them, they'll just come back in and play computer games because basically without friends, play is useless. Uh, that's for the older children and for teenagers. Um, and um, so what, what we've done is, first of all, um, on the 3rd of June, we held a webinar. Because um, our concern is that government has not um, the, the government has not really addressed children's play in the 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 the, 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 the restrictions in lockdown. They haven't reduced any. They haven't even spoken about children's play. Um, so, for instance, in the, uh, as far as I understand it, in parks, playgrounds themselves are not open. Um, so we have, um, after a lot of consultation and with the backing of about 19 NGOs, we've produced a document um, which is providing guidelines. And this is really what we're suggesting. And I think we need to understand that there's different comp- different issues in different areas. Um, children that live in townships, for example, they don't have yards and they don't have gardens. So they're forced out into the street. Um, children that are, and there's no safe places to play in the street. Um, children that are in informal settlements tend to have a lot more space for playing. Uh, but there, they are not socially uh, or physically distancing themselves. So, for instance, um, you can think of, if you think of um, ori- a game like Oranges and Lemons or Running Red Rover, where you touch hands, that's not physically distanced. But if you think of skipping or elastics, that is more physically distant. You've got people at either end and somebody in the middle. So what we're recommending is that um, we try and, uh, and by the way, in the suburbs, children have got gardens, uh, but they need their friends. 
So each area has got their own challenges. Um, so we're suggesting uh, something which we call a play, call a play bubble. And um, we're say, suggesting that um, two adults and a group of up to 10 children go out somewhere, find a place to play and play. And we presented this, we are about to present this document now to government for them to consider because we really feel that play is the most important activity of childhood. And yet it's not being allowed to happen. Uh, so we're hoping that this document uh, will do something. But as far as playing in the home is concerned, uh, first of all, I'd like to say that we have a manual on our website, um, which is available for free download. And it's absolutely full of ideas for games, which probably many parents have forgotten. Um, so you very, very welcome to go and have a look at that, download it, um, or even just read it on site and come up with some, uh, with, with some great ideas. But on the other hand, for younger children, if you use your imagination, if you look at, for example, collecting cardboard boxes, the inner rolls of, of glad wrap or foil, um, anything that looks like it might have play value for your child. Put it out there for the child to choose for themselves. This is key. A lot of people are putting out ideas for how you can stimulate your children. And this is, this is great. It's very, very good for children. But the point is that shouldn't be the, your, your only, the child's only play experience, which is what we call guided play. Self-chosen play is when they choose something for themselves. And a piece of advice, put out some of the toys for a week. Or, and the playthings for a week and then take it away and put out fresh ones. If everything is out all the time, the child is overwhelmed by what should he play with and he's bored. He thinks he's done everything and there's nothing to play with. But if you put things away and you bring it back out again later, a week or two later, it looks to him like there's a whole brand new uh, 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 assortment of, of things to play with. But a simple idea. Um, collect your toilet rolls. Um, let each child in the, or each person in the family have a toilet roll and have a small ball or a marble or even a stone and just put, insert that, that uh, uh, item at one end and let everybody uh, cooperate to move it along to bring it out to the other end. It's the most simple thing, the most fun thing to do, and you just need some toilet rolls. Uh, so, um, you know, I think if parents just look around their homes and look imaginatively, uh, they'll find other things for their children to do as well. Cynthia, we don't have time more for you to talk a little, to tell me a little bit about a chance to play Southern Africa. And I know it's, um, it's quite an established organization that has been going for a long time and I would like to learn about it. But I'm recommending that when people go onto your website to get ideas around playing with children, they can look that up as well. Can you give me the details of that um, site? www. A hyphen chance hyphen two hyphen play dot org dot za. Yeah, well, they can just Google a chance to play. And if anybody didn't get that, they're always welcome to come to me. I have been on the website. I really enjoyed uh, learning about it, learning actually also about the connections you have with the whole Southern African region and the importance of um, working together. Um, who is it a UN organization? Um, no, uh, it's just a, um, it, it's an NGO that was started, um, uh, about, uh, in, in 2012, I think it was originally. And it's a tiny, tiny organization. We only have two staff members. Uh, so, um, we, um, whatever we do, we, we do a lot of advocacy. We do some training. 
um, and we we work in play forums where we help we try and get community members to start the to 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 make sure play happens in their own neighbourhoods. So that's really all that we do, and um, we we are still funded by one donor. We've just had a big um, uh, restructuring and a big uh, a strategizing uh, session for the last two months. And now we're really out there. We, we feel we've got an incredibly important role to play because nobody's looking um, after those children's natural play. Um, and so, um, yeah, so now we're really looking to strengthen ourselves much more. It's absolutely fantastic. As you said, some of the ideas are really simple and children can take it further. Um, so thank you so much for joining me and um, good luck with the initiative. And, yeah, please, people, be in touch with Cynthia, get those ideas because I know mums, especially with small kids, are putting their hair out. Happy playing. (laughs) Thank you very much. That was Cynthia Morrison from A Chance to Play.